Welcome to Steve's Cottage with Steve Horner. Steve Horner, a former radio talk show host, helps spotlight the source of today's social chaos while offering practical solutions to the problems negatively affecting you and your family. And now, here's Steve. Hello, you rockers, and welcome to Steve's Cottage. I'm your host, Steve Horner. And uh, as I've told you before, we are not on YouTube, only with audio, because the commie snowflakes on YouTube took me off because they said I'm a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm a lover. So uh, just go to Facebook to get the video. If if you're okay with just the audio with, uh, with YouTube, that's great. You're going to miss some of the dynamics of the show. Uh, you know, kind of like my uh, dynamic personality, animation, and so on and so forth. And uh, But uh, if you're happy with just the audio, you stay there with YouTube. Otherwise, go over to Facebook if you're a member over there, Rumble, uh, 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 Facebook, and other uh, platforms, and you'll get the uh, audio and video. But this is Steve's Cottage. This is where idealism meets reality. And if the cottage is rocking, baby, you just come right on in because you're the kind of uh, guy and gal that uh, that's invited. We want outspoken, good-looking people here. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, for you audio people uh, and, and, and video, if you're not on video, you're missing this because I thought today I would identify myself. Uh-huh. That's right. Sorrow! I know. Don't say it. Don't say it. Mi nombre es Esteban Señor Zorro El Guapo. So I wanted to come in and finally show you the real identity. And I think that's just wonderful. But keep it under wraps. Okay, back in 1966, ladies and gentlemen, I was dating a foxy chick well known throughout the city for her amorous and amorous not style and her beautiful smile. Her name was Mary Jo. And uh, she was known to be kind of a little fudger on, uh, you know, telling the truth now and then. And so one uh, beautiful Friday afternoon, she was missing in action. Nobody could find Mary Joel. And uh, found, found out later the next week that she was out to Big Reggie's Dance Land on the shores of Lake Minnetonka. This is out there in the Minneapolis, St. Paul area in Minnesota there, you know. And uh, she, uh, when we hooked up again, finally, at the beginning of the next week, or maybe Sunday, I'm not sure, she said, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was out there at Danceland, and the Rolling Stones were there. And I said, oh, Mary Jo, that's extending uh, your bullshit a little bit too far. No, the Rolling Stones were out there, and of course, they only had that big hit out, Satisfaction, by that time. And I've got a customized version of that today. I think you're going to dig it. I don't get no satisfaction. I don't get no girly action. I don't try. I don't cry. I don't buy. I don't lie. I don't need no I don't need no When I write my books called cunt And the chicks tell me that they think it's stunk And they're telling me more and more 
that I won't get laid till I play their game and other useless information. I don't need no. A no, no, no. A hey, hey, hey. That's what I say. And isn't that all what it boils down to, boys and girls, huh? Does the sweetheart in your life play hide the pussy when you don't agree with some of her social and uh, political agendas, huh? Is that, uh, are they saying that Trump is so combative and I don't want to vote for him? Well, that's what, that's what men do. Men are combative. <laughs> and Donald Trump is the man that we look to who has come and cleaned the swamp before, and he's going to do it again. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, don't play that 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 game when she's out there playing hide the pussy. Don't you go following along and and play and and get in line and uh, and and kowtow to those ridiculous female agendas, because seriously, more and more men are becoming seriously pussy whipped just to keep the peace, P E A C E, and to get a little peace, P I E C E, at home in harmony with sweetheart. Is it worth it? Is it worth it as the society crumbles? I don't think so. I think that's what being ever patriot, being a patriot, ever vigilant is all about. So if you're compromising your principles for the sake of sex, well, that's just like a whore who compromises her principles for the sake of money. It's, it's selling out. So, uh, oh, oh, I see. I see. You think that selling out is like you found a secret escape hatch by claiming to be apolitical. And you're proud of it. You're not taking a stand, and so you're proud of it. And so you've, you, you've, you've titled it. You've titled your apathy as, well, I'm apolitical. That's the new Orwellian term, disguising your cowardice. And uh, that's what's really astonishing is those who claim to be apolitical are proud of it. <laughs> I wrote to a group called the <clears throat> Arbor Day Foundation. They were sending me uh, information in the mail saying, Steve, we want your money. We plant trees. Trees are good because they absorb carbon from the air, you see, and it keeps our air clean. So we want to be able to plant trees. We want you, Steve, to support it. I wrote them back and I said, Dad, Dan, this guy's name is Dan Lamb. Dan, I said, um, I received an invitation from you to fill out a questionnaire, send money to your organization. I do appreciate the return address labels. So before I donate, I have a challenge for you. I said, as you know, there are tons of phony money pitches out there these days in the ways of millions of cowardly and dishonest people making their living. We know that, right? Right. But do these big talkers walk the big talk? Not many, Dan. For instance, as you and I know, disposable diapers, the convenient way for American moms to diaper their kids, demand millions of trees to be shredded every year to manufacture. And then, of course, these shit-filled items end up in the landfills. <laughs> Ugh. 
Nasty, Dan, nasty. Plastic diapering is an illogical choice for all of us, our environment, trees, and they're not good for baby. They're too hot. Lots of rashes. But who dares speak up against the so-called choices of American moms, Dan? Frankly, I did for 10 years while representing the National Association of Diaper Services. So I know firsthand the wrath of women bent on a life of convenience. So, Dan, have you ever lobbied against this tree-shredding industry of disposable diapers? If so, let me know where and when and what your thoughts are about this issue. Thanks. Steve Horner. Steve's Cottage. SteveHornerBooks.com. By the way, you can go to SteveHornerBooks.com right now and buy one of my self-written books. Buy, buy, a, buy a selection from the Steve Horner Collection at SteveHornerBooks.com. Oh, my gosh, I know he writes a book called Cunt, but that's an acronym. Can't understand normal thinking. C period, U period, N period, T period. Yes, men. Ladies have their periods, but men, we have our exclamation marks. We are table thumpers, and we want to be ever vigilant. So I got a letter back from the Arbor Day Foundation from a gal named Phoebe. She's in member services. She says, uh, Dear Steve, thank you for contacting the Arbor Day Foundation and for sharing your concerns. We are aware of the conversations surrounding this matter, you know, of disposables. The potential consequences could be so big that we shouldn't take chances. So our position is, why not plant trees? For all the wonderful low-tech and natural benefits they provide to people today and to future generations, we realize that not every decision will satisfy everyone, but please know that we take, your f- take feedback like yours very seriously. Did you get what she said earlier on? She says the potential consequences could be so big that we shouldn't take chances. So in other words... They don't want to speak out about saving and being proactive about what they're trying to sell me on so that I give my money. They don't want to take the political chance. That's cowardice. Then she goes on, Phoebe goes on and says, we are an apolitical organization. We choose to set our priorities on broad-based public education rather than political action. Huh? What wimps? It's our desire to reach the greatest possible number of citizens to make them aware of the benefits and the value of trees. Well, it seems to me that (laughs) cutting down on the demand would be more successful. It's kind of in the uh, drug, in the battle for drug use, cut down on the demand, the supply stops. But you see, she doesn't want to put her tits in the ringer. They want to make sure everything's all comfortable. They want to come to Steve so I give them money so they don't have to get in, 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 into the front page and, show, and, and tell American women that they need to cut back on their life of convenience. See, that's, that's what they don't want to do. Even though she's admitted that they know that that's a big user, consumer, of, of trees that they're trying to save. So I wrote back and I said, first off, 
Phoebe, thanks for the reply. I said your opening comment of we are aware of the conversation surrounding this matter told me that you are really indeed aware of this tinderbox issue. However, Phoebe, just because you say you are apolitical does not absolve you of your apathy. So many, so many millions of Americans, and mostly women, choose to stay out of the front of the fray in political matters like this because they don't quite see the long-term benefits. They, they don't see the big dog circling the neighborhood, the looming problems. But you let that dog jump the fence and crap in their backyard, they're the first to get on the phone and say, Hey, where's my... Where's my constitutional rights? So <laughs> that actually is a big bunch of bluey, and I told her, well, then I'm not going to give you money. <clears throat> and having been uh, these national spokesmen for the National uh, Organization, the, the National Association of Diaper Services, about 600 mom-and-pop diaper services. This, this is a re- reusable cotton diapers, folks, okay? Ralph Nader was in the area, and I went to him with this question. And in front of 600 people, I was able to get my question asked. I said, which is the most environmentally friendly and better for baby diapering method? Reusables, cotton, or plastic throwaway? Absolutely cotton. Absolutely. Cradle to grave. Cotton. Well, that was great, and I got that... uh, I got that, you know, through public relations methods, I got that printed in a good number of uh, newspapers. But Procter & Gamble, you see, they weren't done fighting. They they paid the Jewish-run press. That's why this show is called The Crooked Press. It is run by Jews, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not knocking it for their race. This is not a racist issue. Jews are historically liberal, led by the principles of King Jew Karl Marx, who co-authored the Communist Manifesto, was kicked out of a dozen different countries, and finally was allowed to roost in the sandbox on the eastern side of the Mediterranean, thanks to the United Nations bending the arms of Great Britain to allow them in. And now look at the mess that we have there. 76 frickin' years of pushing their enemy into the sea. And like I told you on several episodes earlier, ladies and gentlemen, this thing with the West Bank and Hamas, it ain't gonna end pretty. It's gonna keep escalating, you see? And I'm inviting you to go back to many of those different episodes because you'll see that the common thread of all these programs from Steve's Cottage runs on hypocrisy, the lack of consistency in policymaking. It's frustrating. It's confusing. It's angering. You get feelings of betrayal. And I think that's why we get so many suicides. That's why we get the animosity between countries, even in marriages. You feel betrayed. That's confusing. It's angering. And that escalates sometimes into violence. So as Procter & Gamble didn't like... uh, The National Association for Diaper Services reaching uh, reaching all-time highs of customers, you see. 
They fought back. They gave money to the Jewish, Jewish press under the table, just like a crooked boxer gets to throw, the, to throw his, his fight. We want you, Mr. and Miss Jew Press, you see, to run into the Associated Press, all the headlines talking about lies, about how, uh, how, how cotton is so evil to the environment and how, and how convenient it is for mom and dad in this hardworking pace of a society. It is for them to use usables, I mean, uh, th- uh, uh, throw, throwaways, disposables. And so the National Association of Diaper Services, after all this under-the-table money granting, well, Took a bath again, you see, because the American mom, well, she was pretty much sold on convenience. And this is not legitimate public relations, folks. I'm talking about real money being uh, paid under the table. That's what the Democratic Party is doing. Need another example? (coughs) Excuse me. Woohoo! Oh, my God, you almost died. I'm okay, though, because I'm Zorro El Wapo. Okay, settle down. We're all good. Hey, if the cottage is rocking, come on in. We're rocking right now, baby. So anyhow, but I'm okay, thanks. So I'm at Smith's here the other day, and uh, I noticed a fellow about my age. He's down on his hands and knees, knees, and he's looking at the bottom shelf. And I know what he's looking for. He's looking for the generic Wheaties. Because he's right above the Wheaties produced by General Mills from Minneapolis, Golden Valley, where I worked. I had them as a customer once for balancing work and family. And that, too, is if you scroll down at stevehornerbooks.com. That was a hell of a show. I'd uh, do the uh, nine steps of balancing work and family effectively, and uh, it would be at the uh, at uh, the, uh, the uh, the home base of a lot of these Fortune 500 companies during their lunch hour. They would call it their brown bag lunch special, and there I'd be up in front, giving my nine steps on balancing work and family while they're enjoying their brown bag lunch. So. <clears throat> He knew exactly what he was doing. He says, yes, I'm looking he, because uh, he told me about shelving. And I said, my friend Ernie, who's in the dairy industry, knows all about shelving. You pay more to get eye-level exposure, <clears throat> you see? And uh, that's called shelving. And so you can get down on your hands and knees, and you can get the bottom shelf. You can get the uh, Kroger generic Wheaties. For $2.99 versus the General Mills Wheaties for $5.99. They taste the same. They're the same product, but only 50% off, actually 100% off. So uh, I, I talked to Ernie about this. Ernie is a big, 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 big entrepreneur, retired from the dairy industry, you see. His product was all over in the schools, in the uh, grocery stores, in the restaurants. He said that's the same thing as uh, the shelving, the same thing as, as, as the egg industry. The egg industry was fighting the uh, cereal industry for, uh, for, for uh, exposure and imaging of being the best for what America has for breakfast. Big money. 
exchanged under the table to the Jew press so that they come out in favor of the one who gives them the most money. Just like the crooked boxer takes a dive. This is what's going on with global warming, or now called climate change. Who's paying for it? Well, the Democrats. They want to make Republicans look like bad, evil people with their scare tactics, you see? And my friend Doug Rogers just wrote wrote a beautiful, splendid thesis (laughs) on the crookedness of the allegations of climate change and or global warming. How uh, How about abortion? Who's paying for that? It's the Jews who run the abortion clinics, who, who are paid kickbacks by the government to support these abortions. How about the homelessness? It's the Jews who are running the homeless shelters and camps who, whose, whose owners... And, and they're all the phony 501c3 nonprofit crapola, you know, just to give you the uh, good guy white hat impression. But they're all, they all get kickbacks from the communities, the counties, the states, the feds. It's the crooked press that slant these stories based on the amount of money they get under the table from those who have the money and who have enemies. And frankly, why are they doing this? Folks, I don't think Jews are all that smart. Not as a group. I mean, individually, we're all created equal under God, and we recognize and appreciate that some of us are more naturally gifted in certain aspects of life, music, sports, That's a given. But what I mean is, as a group, Jews have proven not to be very smart, short-sighted at best. I mean, there they were. So, So that's why they're doing this with the press. They're not team players. They don't care about the goddamn country. They're taking the money and slanting the stories to fit the agenda of the money giver. I mean, don't they believe in heaven? (laughs) Don't they believe in dealing straight and square so that everybody lives a better life based on truth and honesty and equality? It seems not. It seems to be the bigger amount of money. But look what they did in the 20s and the 30s, 1920s, running the German press. That's what they were doing. And mocking age-old, time-tested conservative principles, which were under attack by the Jew-run communists led by Karl Marx. Not very smart, folks, because it led to the Holocaust. That's what caused the the Holocaust the animosity created by the Jew press. Same as the Jew-run press today in mocking and belittling, excuse me, have an itch, in mocking age-old time-tested principles spearheaded by Donald Trump. That's what's causing a rise in anti-Semitism. Where has liberalism brought us? Huh? Whole generations of misguiding 
stories about education and who should lead the school boards and what kind of education should be in force, who should pay for it, who should be the teachers. <clears throat> Whole generations of people who can't read or write, much less having an interest in buying newspapers. So you see, once again, Jews, not very smart. And you know why they're not very smart anymore? Because they're sentimentalists, because they have a, women running the ship, and women are not pragmatic, cause and effect. Who runs the Jew household? Yeah, we all know comedians making fun of hey, big, big loudmouth mothers at home in the Jewish families. That's supposed to be funny, but it's true. That's who runs the family, and that's who's running the press, and that's who's running us down the drain. And ladies and gentlemen, I have to go home and be Zorro again. I know. It's a commitment I've made. It's what you depend upon. Well, along with that, I have that cold beer waiting for me in the cottage fridge. Well, the next time you're on that trail of life and you're looking at that big, looming, threatening mountain, which is your next challenge, get off the well-beaten trail. Get off onto the less-traveled trail because it, it'll treat you better. It'll give you better rewards, better memories, and it'll make you feel a hell of a lot better about yourself. So next time you come back to the cottage to visit, you take real good care of yourself. Thanks for joining us. Visit Steve's Cottage again with Steve Horner. 